Andy, my man, there you are. Yo, yo. Yo, yo, Andy. How are you, man? Oh, have I just closed that again? Oh, no, no, man, I can hear you. Here we go. I'm on. I'm here. How are you, bro? Yes. Cool. So, uh, we'll yeah, record, this, record this one then. Tell me so, what we're on. It, there's a few people already that are jumping in as well, too. So, for everyone watching, I've got Bernsey down there, and we do a podcast called the Off-Road On-Air Podcast, uh, and our Zoom whole thing has been a little bit messed up so we're just jumping on live we're going to be talking about wild dog and just general four-wheel drive as well too so throw it in your questions as well too andy mad weekend wasn't it it was a ripper mate thank you very much for coming along um i'm sure you thoroughly thank enjoyed you very yourself much for the invite. yes yep had an absolute um, blast it was, yeah, um, Wild Dog is definitely my favourite event uh, in the short course yep. style of things. And as for uh, my style of what I like to do, I would say I prefer short course over long course. Um, long course is a lot, as, as the name obviously puts out, long course is a lot longer. Um, it takes a lot more toll on the car and a lot more toll on your body. Yep. Whereas short course is, as it states in the name, she's short, she's sweet. It's a quick adrenaline hit, and it's done and dusted in a weekend. Yeah, and the adrenaline that, that can come down to, like in a few of them with you and Rue, down to a few seconds. Oh, mate, yeah. Literally. Yep, down to seconds. And um, yep. I don't know if you were keeping up with the scores like we were. Um, towards the end of it, I think there was 11, 11 points in it. Um, and so and that was you, between fourth and third, wasn't it? Yeah, well, that oh. was from that was second, third, and fourth. Oh, so between that's the, that's only a few stages. That's real tight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's yeah. Well, it's it's like I said, split seconds. It's it's the difference between finishing a second in front of another car two, three times. Yeah. So um, no, she was a ripper. Thank you very much for coming yes. along. Um, you cooked up a storm that. all weekend, so um, the boys loved it, good. and they said that yep. they'll be happy happy to have you back again. Oh, and uh, if Wild Dog don't want me as a media output and representative, then uh, I'll happily, absolutely jump on the team as well. Even if I am getting to get the media as well, so I'll still be camping with you. Absolutely, definitely. I think that's some of the, the stuff that that I managed to get. Uh, a lot of the other media people just didn't even bother. They were just getting the up, up and close action stuff. Uh, but I was get in the camp, uh, getting the repairs filmed as well too, um, and just that, the little down, little down little bits. That's yeah, that's right. it. Not there's, everyone gets to see. There's a lot behind the scenes, like and like you said, everyone gets the footage of the cars taken off and on full throttle. And flicking mud and and taking the sweet corners with with mud spraying everywhere, but yep. there's the things behind the scenes, just as simply as respawn the winch rope. Um, yeah, you know, you look at you watch every car does its stage. They're all going to the same tree. They're all you know resetting that winch rope, and the the navvies and the drivers from what you'd think are competing teams, 
give each other pointers on, hey, watch out, there's a, you know, there's an off-camber section on that one. Make sure you stick to the rod or, you know, you can yep. drive that hill. You don't have to winch it. Um, that's the sort of stuff that I think needs to be, needs to be seen, needs to be documented, needs to, you know, be shown. Yeah. And um, yes, yeah, healthy camaraderie from. as well too. Def, yeah, definitely. healthy camaraderie and, and and healthy sportsmanship as well too. Mm. Yeah, yep. as much as we're all competing against each other, like we'll we would much rather beat someone by beating them in time than beat them because their yep. car's broken and they can't finish. Yeah. So we'll give we'll give everyone the parts that they need to get back out there and get racing, yep. so we can beat them properly. Yeah. Yeah, the, it was amazing to see some of the. The tales, I mean, I didn't see them firsthand by going around to every camp, but every single camp had, uh, it was like a, a shopping list. It's like, do you have this? Do you have this? No, go to the next camp. And yeah, that was that yep. was incredible. Exactly. Yep. There's yep. certain yep. blokes you know will carry um, yep. certain things. Some blokes that run shops, they run um, secondhand parts stores, or they run a, you know, uh, like there's Ironman for one, Roadrunner is another one. These yep. people, they, they carry brand new gear to the event. Um, yeah, so if you break something, you just walk over to them and they, they hand it to you. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll sort it out next week. It's, it's uh, yeah, it's just like, yeah, we'll sort it out in the end as well too. And it's just the, the sportsmanship uh, Even, did every, you the teams. Did you wouldn't have seen, but did you hear about this uh, diff being cut and reshaped and welded the, back the together? Yeah, yeah. Because they were trying the technique of cutting it and then re-welding it, so when the weld cools, it bends it back. I yep. I didn't see it, but they were explaining it a few different times of how they were doing that, um, and it was just all as a team as well too. It uh, was amazing. So this is yeah, yep. This is the competitors that are racing against each other. You know, if this was about supercars, yep. you'd be laughing, rubbing your hands together. Beautiful, they're out. We don't have to yep. worry about them yep. tomorrow. But instead, these boys are up to one o'clock in the morning fixing a fellow competitor's car so they could race against yep. them the next day. Yes. Yeah. Warms your heart. Oh, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> I, I love it. And that's, yeah. and that's the, what you see most of is the, the limiter bashing, flicking mud, all the cool shit. You don't get to yep. see the behind-the-scenes stuff, which you no. you got a, uh, a gold ticket to, mate. And... Um, yeah, I bet it was an eye opener, eh? Yeah, it was. It was just incredible. A sight to see. That, that's as simple as that. It was just one of those things. I'm like, they're not only like they're going that. They're going well above and beyond. It's not. It's like it's not only their own car. It's that they're trying to get them across the finish line themselves as well yep. too. It's and then, great. well, yeah. With that same sportsmanship in a long course event, um, if your car breaks down and you get what's called outside assistance, so is someone that's not racing, so maybe a spectator or a marshal or something like that, if they help you, it's a 100-point penalty because it's called outside assistance. But you could flag down oh, another yeah. competitor. That competitor can tow you to the finish line and there's no foul. You don't. You don't get penalised. I like that. So I like that. So this is why it pays for when someone says, "Hey, man, I need something." Like, "Oh no, we've broken an alternator. Have you? Have you got a spare alternator?" You go, "Well, yeah, here I've got one." But if I need it, you have to give it back. I want to it me. back. 
Yeah, but I don't need it right now. It's in my toolbox. I'm just carrying it. So here it is. And then you might find yourself, you've, I don't know, give me another example of you've shat a rear diff and you're still three Ks from the finish line. That bloke that you gave the alternator to, he comes trugging along and you wave him down and say, hey, man, car's cooked. Hook us up, tell us yeah. to the finish line. You think he's going to say yeah. no? It's yeah. just... Um, yeah. And, it, yeah, it creates, you've, you've got to be a stand-up bloke to to succeed because if you're a yeah. knobhead and your head is up your ass and you think you're better than everyone else you'll find yourself in a shit situation and no one will help you and it's as simple Come as we, <laughs> we we had a, we had a car fire and another competitor they stopped and they're straight away they're going are you boys yep. all right and we're like yeah yeah we're good and we said to them keep going keep going as they took off they threw all their fire extinguishers out the window and, and gave them to us. So we'd, we'd, yeah, already, right. we, yeah, we'd already put the fire out and, and we were good. Yep. They'd stopped to check and just in the, the haste of getting going again, because in the rules, you've got to have fire extinguishers within reach um, at your feet and stuff like that. They've, yep. We said, no, we're good. Go, go. You boys keep going. Get to the finish line. They open the window and boom, two fire extinguishers come out. And we're just like, oh, fuck, sweet. We didn't need them. Yep. They didn't need to give them to us, but it's that kind of... No. sportsmanship that you look for yeah uh, literally i got you back kind of hey, exactly. uh, sentiment yep. as well That's yeah the same could could be brake Very fluid good. transmission fluid spare tire plugs for tires you name it yep and um yeah well, this is where the weekend camping stuff where what i consider a normal weekend away is fairly extreme for for other people because we yep. like to test the push the limits, see what we can what we can get away with. I love it, and it's just that, that camaraderie as well too. Just comes out in all full driving communities on and on and off the track. I like it. Oh, definitely. Yep. Yep. Yeah. The, um... So it's uh... yeah. You go. I was going to say the the people that marshal at the events um, again, like they they go above and beyond. Um, especially if you go do weekend driving or um, what we call touring, I guess touring camping. Like yep. they they love it. They they treat their daily drivers like their race cars. Um, they yep. they they come out and go. They're not not afraid to. Like yeah, some people some people consider Billy Goats a pretty rough sort of track. So you go, we're gonna yep. go at Billy Goats and they just straight away, yep, let's go. We wanna we wanna come, we wanna be a part of it, we wanna we wanna see, you know, how quickly we can get from the bottom to the top there. Yep. And they set those little challenges for them and do that as a group and then, and then they're off. That's it, and, and leave no man behind. Yep. You may you know, you, you get yourself in a spot of bother. And the biggest thing is flooding cars in river crossings. That's that's the best one. And then you've got a dead car. Yeah. You've, got to, you've got to drag out a Timbuktu. Skull, skull drag out of the water, firstly. And uh, under pressure as well, too, because the longer you leave it in there, the more that it's going to be absolutely yep. uh, dead weight to tow as well. Yep. Uh, if you can, and... you get it going again. Yep. Otherwise, it's uh, a trailer that you're going to be dragging on. 
yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that yeah, happened over heaps, heaps, happened heaps over Queen's birthday weekend as well too. There was so many I, water I recoveries. A, so I many. saw a lot of very sketchy river crossings that I just. Yeah. I mean, there was one where they already had a snatch strap hooked to the car that tried to drive through, but yep. the the secondary car didn't didn't go in to the water with him. So old mate was nearly out the other side and the snatch straps pulled tight and then his mate started backing up. Whereas I I think he would have driven it and he would have driven out the yep. other side. But because they were already hooked up and there was a bit of hesitation. But then as yep. I was watch as I was watching this, there's a guy standing on the corner of the bank that yep. was just asking to get cleaned up by that snatch strap. As that is yeah. that car if that car had have floated downstream, that snatchy would have cleaned him up a pisser. Yep, gotta love it. Yeah, no, there was a there was a few there was a few sketchy ones. There was a few good ones that I saw, like proper, doing it properly as well too. I think, um, I think, yeah, no, literally, yeah. Sherry and Kessler's latest latest video on YouTube literally shows them doing tandem crossings. Like the cars just absolutely going under. But they're safely hooked up to each other in tandem as one goes across then, then they've just got that safety barrier each yeah, time that's it. Yep. they're just yeah doing it right and, yep. and it was the start to finish they showed the whole thing just nice safe and i think they got about four or five cars across and yeah, everyone was just hooked up to another just in case because there was a massive amount of flow and they were they were basically driving upstream for a short amount of time as well too. Mm, so yeah. you probably find that they'd have their winch hooked up with the winch on free spool or were they using snatch straps? Yep. Yeah, they did. Yeah. No, they yeah. were on winch on free spool. Yeah. So then yep. you, if you have to, you lock the winch in and start winching. And then that's, I mean, it yep. would have opened your eyes as to see how fast these winches are. Yeah. yeah those so 24 volt things that it's not. Straight, yeah. Mm, it's not the sort of thing you can do it, with it, a low yeah. mount. It's not going to, it's not going to have the line yep. speed to pull it in quick enough. Um, no, so again, not yeah, at all. You're playing a different game. Yeah. So yeah, what, what on follow up of the car? What was the what was the final hold on the Red Bear Beast itself? Um, so we swapped out a rear locker Friday night. Yep. Um, we feel it was probably already damaged. Um, before we started Friday. On its way out. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't engaging properly and was making some fucked up noises. And then um, when it was out, like locker off, it was still binding up. Um, and you could tell when you were turning sharp, yep. the, the wheels were skipping. So yeah, just that come out Friday night, I think you had to take off home before that. Uh, the boys were up I till yeah, one o'clock in the morning doing a, a diff swap and it was good to go. Um, apart from that, the passenger door. That was it. That was only damage all weekend. Yep. And oh, there was the steering. Uh, what was? Oh, power steering. Steering on that long run. Oh yeah, and, and, no, and we the, the steering snapped the steering knuckle. Yep. Yeah, that was a... on. What was that on the Saturday afternoon? Yep. What you call a pit, pitman arm? Yeah. Yep. It's just bad luck that you you reckon you didn't have one with you in the car. Normally would. Um, Yep. Because the spare wheel that Rooster put on wasn't the normal one that we'd have. There's normally room for a toolbox. 
but because the spare wheel laid flat down in the back of the ute, it took up the room for the box. So yep. um, we decided we'd just go with a little a little bag with standard spares in it, and a pitman arm is normally something you'd carry. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So um, no, still second with, um, with two DNFs is it's fucking almost unheard of. And, yeah, I, I I thought the two I, in the whole process two DNFs would take you out of the podium, but no, that's incredible. Yep. Well, only because yep. as you go down the line, the other boys had a DNF each, and then also had their little niggly electrical faults and fuel pump faults and stuff like that. So the other boys yep. were battling. It's not, it's not like they didn't deserve it. Um, no, they, uh, yeah, correct. They they pushed hard and and you know they overcome every issue that they had. And I got a fair bit. I was watching a fair bit of them as well too. And they were they were real tight as a team. They were just they were really solid, just like you guys. Yeah, definitely. You you got to be. Yeah, you got to be. Yeah. Um, it'd yep. be very hard. It'd be very hard to try to do it by yourself um you need you need yeah. people you need a group of people behind you and it's that's what it's a great team of mixed match yep. people yeah yep close-knit group of friends you know you need someone that knows how the electrics work you need someone that knows how the diffs work you yep. need someone that knows the ins on and that outs car of... specifically as well too it was it was incredible to know like like all these all these blokes to come together and just just know how that car works it was just it was amazing yeah yeah well that's so dave dave and glenn have been our yep. pit crew at um the last three or four wild dogs and um yep. yeah they don't they don't fuck around they know they know what's going on they know where the tools are they they know yep you know what's uh i don't i think did you see we've done their engine mounts I think that might have been as you came in Sunday, was it? I pretty much got most of that engine mount on the old uh, video snappy yeah, as nice. well too. Yep. Um, even showed how perished some of the mounts were as well too. Yeah, definitely. Just, yep. Yeah, one of one of them almost just like, pretty much evaporated, like basically. Yep. yep. Um, and even got you showing cutting them in, cutting them in custom style as well too, and putting them together. Yeah, that's it. Yep, cut them up, get it together, get it back together, and get out on stage, mate. Clock's ticking. Yeah, and then uh, put um, the, uh, the off-road jack underneath. Down here, I, IBD Warrior um, said her husband always says that her and him can do it together. Um, you definitely can. That Team Tiger was, I believe, a father-daughter, were they? Yeah. Um, father, yep. father, daughter. Um, yeah, you definitely, you can, you can do it together, um, depending on how well you are mechanically and how well your husband is mechanically when it comes down to just the two of you left to do it. So as I was just saying to Tom, we, um, we get to sit down and have lunch while the boys uh, fix the car, whereas you find yourself, you and your yep. husband are there fixing the car and trying to get as back in on break. stage yep. Rather, yep. rather than sitting and having a rest and getting something to eat, yeah. So, yeah, yep. a good team, good team. You definitely can. I When I started, I'd done it done it by myself and then that's how I met all these people that I, I now know um, I've been doing yep. it for what, six years now I think and uh, yeah made some fuck lifelong friends out of it definitely hell yeah and it was just um, we'll, we'll go through a few more things as well too like we'll, we'll start on um, the Friday 
afternoon stage, you had a few qualifying and placing stages as well. So you had um, issues gearbox. Explain what was going more in depth from what the gearbox was going on. <laughs> it said something about <laughs> in so, one of the videos. It was just like bounce. <laughs> yeah. So um, we put new mounts in the transfer case, and um, the cross member goes back on, and then we bolted the cross member up. But we just sat the transfer case on top of the cross member and didn't put the bolts in the cross member to the transfer case. So whenever we hit a bump, the transfer case was coming up and hitting the floor. But then on top of that, we relocated the cutting brake box and it used to be nutserted to the floor, but one of them was stripped and we had to cut it out. So the best solution was to just drill a hole straight through the floor. And we put bolts in that were probably a bit too long and they were hanging down and they were getting caught in the rear uni on the back of the transfer case. So whenever the, the transfer case lifted off the cross member high enough to clip this bolt, it was making a thud, 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 thud. So yeah, the sound in the car was, was horrendous. And the two of us, is, you know, you don't know this until they say, ready, set, go. And as soon as we made the first bang, we've just both looked at each other and gone, what the fuck is that? That doesn't sound good. So, yeah, wow. That's um, that's. Uh, it, it would have been hilarious. Uh, like not hilarious, but it would have been a sight to be in the car to see your faces when that first bang of just oh, looking at each yeah, other. Yep. So then, yeah, what's what's supposed <laughs> in to be? Hindsight. Yeah, what's supposed to be qualifying now has turned into damage control. Just just try and finish without breaking it any more than it already is. Um, yeah, so quickly back to the pits, fixed that, and then made an absolute balls up of stage two. Ended up tipping the car on its side. Uh, then it ran yeah. on low oil pressure, had to turn it off and winch it, yeah, recover right. it without the engine running. Did uh, did we know anything from that, from from the low oil pressure or anything come from that? No, it's still, still, going, still going good, going strong. Um, yep. It... it May have possibly damaged a bearing. You don't know. It's it's yeah, the right. risk. It's the risk you take. Yeah, it's yeah. taken taken a certain amount of life off the engine or something. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, you just don't. You you just won't know until until it gets pulled down. Yep. Yeah. So you until can, uh, work gets, out from there as well too. Yep. Well, in that bit where you were in that gully on that where where it did go cocked up. Um, because it was, it was basically the, the wheel was wedged in on the bank and there was just no movement on the turning. Is that right? Yeah, yep. So once you, once you yep. shut the car down, you obviously lose power steering. Yeah. And you've got it, got it stuck in under a hole. It doesn't want to go anywhere. So that's why we pulled it no. on a couple of different angles um, to get it to come out of the hole that it was stuck in. Yep. Get it, get it level and get it fired up. And then you go again. And go again, and then moving on to what was it? Day two, there was a fair few floating around on day two as well too. That was on the Saturday. Um, that was a fair bit of uh, winch walling on that as well too, where you got some really good runs as oh, well definitely. too. This is, I think, this is, I think, where you guys came out ahead, especially that those few short stages, like we said at the start, those short stages are just where the adrenaline is. 
Oh, definitely. Yep, and that's um, yep. yeah, that's that's where you're going to make or break if you if you fuck up on a on a short stage like one of them stages. The finishing time was a minute, so yeah. from from ready, set, go, you've got a minute to go up and back yeah. and up and back. If you stuff something up and you you know you lose ten seconds, that's that you're out of the running. Yeah, and that's Just that's as simple as overshooting a corner and have to put it in reverse back up and then go again. That takes yep. five seconds to do that. There you go, bam, the, the first place is, is gone. And then this is where we don't get to see this as much. The use of, obviously, yourself, um, pretty much you didn't get out of the car for that run. Um, like, were you operating the cutters as well? Or yeah, so that, that, that makes... doing that as well? Yep, that makes the car turn sharper. Yeah, so he's, he's yeah. just swinging, swinging off the wheel like a madman. I'm I'm flicking lockers on and off and and pulling the cutting brakes when they're needed. So obviously you're you flicking lockers on and off as you're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't want awesome. you don't want the lockers on until you need them. Yeah. Uh, because having lockers on puts a heap more strain on the drivetrain. Yeah. Right. So yep. It's only only when you're looking at shit that you go right. Lockers on. And, and yep. it may just be the rear, it may just be the front, depending on what you're looking at. And then as soon yep. as you clear that obstacle, flick them off. Because <coughs> then that yep. way it, can you, it stops. Can you hear or feel in any way when those lockers disengage or is it just you've just got to trust the car that does it? As, as soon as you flick them off, they disengage. That's, yeah. Yep. They, it, they may... They may stay on while you've still got power down. Yep. But as, as soon as a wheel spins or or it goes over a, a boulder or it, yeah, it gets airborne or a little bit and the, and the power that, is taken yeah, away, yeah, it, it, to spin. Yep. Yep, it's, it slips apart. And that's um, how I was saying we noticed on Friday that the locker wasn't disengaging uh, Yep. because we could tell you don't want it on and you go around the corner and you can feel how the the rear lock is on. Still. It's not. Yep. Yeah, it's not. And you flick the switch two or three times. You disconnect airlines, and sometimes oil comes back up the airlines. Blow the oil out yep. the lines, and and do all the usual quick fix things. None of none of them worked. So pull the center out, put a new one in. And it starts binding up as well too, because everything's yeah, exactly. starting to get sloppy down there. And yep, yep. Yeah, no, that that there was the the few stages that like those short stages were just absolutely incredible. Now the one we didn't get to see was the big long one. Yes, how what did, they call the super, super loop. The super loop, like aside from the um, the breakage right at the end, how did that how did that go through? What's the thought process that goes through when you do long runs like that? The the super loop is a totally different different approach. Because um, these short stages, if you get a flat tire on one of those short stages, you just limp it to the finish, because the time, like I said, you've got a minute, two, three, to finish the stage. The time that it yep. takes for you to change a flat tire is going to ruin any chance you had of finishing well. So you just finish yeah, on right. a flat tire. Whereas these super loops, yep. if you get a flat tire in the first half of it, to be out you probably going to be near on impossible to drive the rest of the stage with a flat tire because it just you need to be so precise at where you put your wheels or else you end up in shit 
that yep. you have to you have to stop. You got to jack the car up. You got to change the tire. Like you think of some people, if they got a flat tire in perfect conditions on a bitumen road, and their all their stuff was accessible, it would take them forty five minutes to change a tire. Whereas we have forty five yeah. minutes from start to finish to do the stage, <laughs> and we change a tire in the middle, and still finish in time. And you're change you're changing a tire on an uneven ground, the jacks sinking in the mud, like it just. And it seems when it goes wrong, it just snowballs and more and more and more goes wrong. Yep. Yep. And I get that. And uh, I'm sorry to do this to you, Andy. Uh, I've got duty calls coming, so uh, we're going to have to leave it at that. No, nah, all good, man. No, it's been good having a chat. And um, so we, we've just done this because Marley was download. occupied. Yep. Well, Marley, this Marley really was well. busy. Like, better on this than it does on the old zooms so yeah nice um, yep, that's what we it's want just, just the way just the way it works so we'll, we'll keep playing around with a better method as well too um and yeah we'll go from there this will be a nice little short one uh you can hit us up on the off-road on air podcast and all of our other socials happy days we'll get together again shortly when marley's ready to play mate thanks mate see you later boy Peace.